Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners, with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., a registered 501c3, with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. I Dare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. guys happy Wednesday it's that time of the week that we are joining here in the podcast leadership 365 I want to just thank you for joining us here with Nikki Dare your host I'll be right back all right September, the first week of the month, a new month, new season. Uh, pull out all of those uh, sweaters and uh, ugh, <laughs> the boots and everything else. I know it's raining somewhere out there in the world. Uh, so are we here in Southern California, but lucky to be here and grateful to be here. Sunny, uh, semi-sunny, cloudy. Uh, that is the weather <laughs> condition right now here this week so far but happy september you guys happy the start of the uh, new month and new season uh, and then pumpkin spice latte season obviously i'm trying to cut down some uh, in fact i just had some this morning after my gym uh, session and gym and sauna to be exact happy happy wednesday you guys leadership 365 uh this morning we're gonna cover a little bit of uh, uh, a different topic. I don't know if it's a different topic, but it's a topic that's relevant to our leadership, 365, obviously. And also, it's part of the roadmap to sustainability. You know how I feel about roadmap sustainability, you guys. It's like it's been really a great project since uh, pandemic started. As you already know, if you're on LinkedIn community, I really welcome you guys. Really grateful to be here with you all here. Thank you for listening. And the theme today is Unleash the power of ikigai ikigai do you know how to pronounce that ikigai right 
I, I will dive in, don't worry, I will dive in the next 20, 30 minutes or so with you guys uh, regarding this, this really great um, word. Uh, there's a lot of words of the month, but I'm going to choose this for the podcast this week. Your blueprint for personal fulfillment. Of course, personal fulfillment is everything these days. And isn't that what we're all looking for here as a human, as a human being? Here on this planet Earth that we shared space called Earth, our home, and the global sustainability. Okay, so it is unleashing the power of Ikigai. Your blueprint for personal fulfillment and global sustainability. It is relevant to our really bigger, bigger topic that we've been discussing here for the last at least three years since pandemic started. Uh, roadmap to sustainability. How can we live in a sustainable life, correct? Right? In the future life. Uh, here's a quote that I just created <laughs> right before podcasting here. Um, I thought that it was just so profound and I want to include that within our uh, discussion here on the podcast uh, Ikigai it, it is our transformative compass merging personal passion with global responsibility it's not just about living longer that longevity that we're looking for vitality right it's about making every moment count for all of us and for the world I'm gonna repeat that and I did write it down Ikigai is our transformative compass Merging personal passion with global responsibility. It is not just about living longer. It is about making every moment count. And for us and for the world. And I'm going to take a little break here. I'm back. Aloha. Buenos dias. Buenas tardes. Como tal Selamat siang, everyone. Welcome to Leadership 365 with Nikki Dare. Leadership 365 sustainability, I'll call it sometimes. <laughs> but it is Leadership 365. You arrive at the right place here with us at the podcast where empathy is our policy and saving lives. Transforming lives is our DNA. And taking action is truly the umbilical cord to connect us, all of us, to grow stronger and to be able to evolve and adapt in any challenges. It, it is truly a podcast uh, for, for those who aspire to be a sustainable leader designed to inspire growth and impact for sustainability. Or not even sustainability is fine. Just, you know, I just put it in there, sustainability, because these days it is very uh, uh, critical to think that way, right? So you can create your best year of 365 days ever. It is truly a podcast for those who aspire to be a sustainable leader designed to inspire growth and impact for sustainability so you can create your best year of 365 days ever. So it is a, a premier podcast and I want to also include this that focus on leadership development, safety, and preparedness education, transformational growth, of course, and personal development have to be for both business and personal or individual. 
individuals. Uh, this is a podcast for everyone. It is your podcast. It is our podcast. It is truly designed to inspire sustainable leadership or any all leadership and create that positive impact for a better tomorrow. So join us at podcast.nikidare.com and I do have that website uh, for, for you guys to sort of like seek, seek and see and join in uh, on the past broadcast if you have missed them. Uh, no worries, you can always find it there on that website or just go directly to any participating podcast platforms, namely iHeart Podcasts, Spotify, uh, those are the two, uh, Google Podcasts and any other podcast really, and tune into Leadership 365. And you guys can always, always, of course, Google this, Leadership 365 at Nikki Dare, and start creating your best year of 365 days ever. All right, the link, it is podcast.nikidare.com. All right, so we can start now. I'm your host today. Um, it is not unusual. I think this is something that I've always wanted to discuss and present to you guys and share it with you guys, rather. Um, ikigai, that's, that's a word, Japanese word, that I want to introduce. If you already know what it is, I think just sit back, relax for the next 20, half an hour or so with us here, uh, trying to just dissect in uh, what we're talking about and how we can really integrate and incorporate and um, apply this to our lives, you know, both in business and also personal lives. Uh, the podcast theme, I want to be exact on this one, unleashing, unleashing the power of Ikigai. It is your blueprint for personal fulfillment and global sustainability. All right, that's a lot of things to, to dissect in here. Um, this is sort of my, my first thought. The profound tenets of Ikigai provide a resonant approach to crafting a life that imbued with purpose and also geared towards both personal and global sustainability. It is a concept that elegantly dovetailed in my book um, it is also presented in Kaizen if you guys remember what Kaizen I always talk about that mention that in every podcast episodes right um, it is Kaizen that published recently back in January and the overall concept of our infamous <laughs> roadmap to sustainability so it is something that um, I think it's only fit in to what we're discussing here, especially in the platform Leadership 365 and also Roadmap to Sustainability. All right, so Ikigai Unleashed, your blueprint for invisible personal and global sustainability. Now I pick also selected the word invisible because is 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 something that is has a lot of uh, powerful meaning, right? It's too powerful to be defeated or overcome <laughs> and I think it just fit in you guys. All right. So today we want to take a journey here on a transformative journey as we unearth the profound Japanese philosophy of Ikigai. Like I said, if you don't know what it is, uh, you're here for a treat, super, super treat. And if you are already familiar with this word, um, you know, give us a feedback, give me a feedback and insights, your personal insights and feedback, what your thoughts are. Um, after you're listening to this, uh, again, this is like a shared insights coming from a personal insight. So 
uh, sit back and then just leave us a feedback at the end of this podcast. Uh, write and comment or uh, you know, go to YouTube, go to uh, subscribe, obviously, to the podcast uh, on iHeart uh, and Spotify and then just leave us a comment. All right, so this doctrine has catalyzed my own relentless quest for purpose and offers a compelling blueprint for really melding a personal satisfaction with global responsibility. And um, my findings are further enriched by the wisdom that I've garnered from studying the Blue Zones. Uh, You guys heard me uh, mentioning about the Blue Zones before and also I've written an article on LinkedIn uh, for this month's Paul's newsletter on Leadership 365. Uh, You may find that on my LinkedIn page, my newsletter. It is free. You're more than welcome to look at it and read it and let us know how you, you know, what your thoughts are. And also, uh, it's a duplicate article written on medium.com at Miss Nikidair. You guys can can Google that. Also, I've written it on medium.com. So anyway, uh, Blue Zones, uh, studying Blue Zones, it's been really passionately, i I just fascinated by these regions, you know, that that they claim to be Blue Zones. Those are rare geographic areas where longevity and health prevail. So nearly a decade ago, I I was really um, fascinated by this when I started researching it. My life took a remarkable turn, basically, when I first discovered the sustainable lifestyle concept of Blue Zones. And that's when I really wanted to curtail or cultivate, rather, um, a platform or a community where, you know, whether it's virtual or non-virtual, you know, where we can discuss further about sustainable lifestyle, right? I, I know you, you guys probably follow me around on social media and then looking at my foods, you know, photos and videos and things like that. That's part of it. That's part of the effort of sharing the sustainable lifestyle, you know, the gardening, the except the Starbucks, <laughs> except all of the, all of the, uh, the, the non, I guess. Uh, those are just like called living, right? Reality living. Sustainable lifestyle concept blue zones. Those are rare geographic areas where longevity and health prevail. This eye-opening revelation really inspired me to create what has become my infamous roadmap to sustainability. And we'll get into this and I'm going to relate and integrate that concept. Uh, it's in the same crossroad with uh, Ikigai, basically, right? So let's go in with what is Ikigai. Ikigai is a term that encapsulates four pivotal elements. Okay, this is coming from me. What you love, what the world needs, what you can compensate it for, and what you excel at. Okay, those are the four pivotal elements, basically, what what the world I'm sorry what you love that's the first and then the second what the world needs second third what you can be compensated for and the last four of that pivot elements is what you excel at for example take take a look at Malala Yu Saifsei I hope that I pronounced the last name um, correctly uh, let's go by with Malala is basically much simpler and easier for me to pronounce <laughs> with my uh, with my uh, accent here her passion for education right combined with her skills and advocacy 
and address a societal need and has been really duly recognized and rewarded, so to speak. Her life is a compelling testament to the power of living one's ikigai. And that, that's basically, I want to just give you an example of a, of a human, of a person, individual who had um, really demonstrated the meaning of. Okay, so I'm going to jump into the next segment um, that I want to describe ikigai as a personal navigator is the genesis of my roadmap to sustainability basically. So allow me to share how the Blue Zones sustainable lifestyle principles infuse in my own philosophy. And I, I, like I said, I mean, I've been really fascinated by this thing. So almost a decade ago, as mentioned, when I encountered the fascinating concept of Blue Zone, it struck me how closely this Blue Zones, uh, their practices align with Ikigai. And, and I think it, it does mention, it has been mentioned that it, it is, you know, it is in alignment with this uh, concept, right? That was a catalyst also for my roadmap to sustainability, an integrated approach to life that champions both personal well-being and its global responsibility. For example, all right, imagine you're a musician, you love playing music, you're exceptionally good at it, and there's a market demand for your talent. Not only do you find personal satisfaction, but you are also generating income. So that balance ikigai provides can be likened to a navigational system steering you toward a life of authenticity and a balance. Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully it makes sense. It does make sense. So that's the, the approach and the example that I can give you. Now the next segment will be personal inspiration from Brew Zone. And I'm going to take a little break here. a good one all right so as I research and passionately fascinated by this regions blue zones right and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna name um, this this top five that everybody had mentioned and if you google it and that's what you see and also their lifestyles into the research surrounding blue zone I was struck by this recurrence of ikigai, ikigai like principles um, these principles that have personally inspired me to prioritize purpose purposeful and what I always call sustainable living for example on um, in this documentation that I just saw also by Dan I, I you know I cannot pronounce his last name but I think you know him uh, the only person who had advocated really for decades this blue zones thing and it's in my article by the way I, I show respect and I acknowledge his, his research and his uh, findings and finally that uh, he showed also in Netflix recently. In Okinawa, for example, elders often cite their ikigai as a reason for the impressive longevity. It, they're very stronghold in this one. This data has served as an invaluable asset in my own journey towards purposeful living as well. Right? The lessons that 
I've drawn from these blue zones are not mere academic exercises, but they have been instrumental in shaping my own personal approach to sustainable living. Um, these blue zones really enrich my perspective, in other words. Elders in Okinawa, they, they you know, use this, their ikigai as the underpinning of their impressive longevity, like I said. So those insights have been really vital in, you know, because I am just fascinated by this in fortifying my own roadmap. Um, this is how I really immerse myself in the research surrounding blue zones. The, my own interest evolved into an all-consuming passion. Um, the unique regions, as I promise, I want to share that with you. Areas like Okinawa, Japan, this small island, Sardinia in Italy, and Loma Linda in California. Can you believe that? Are all of this are enigmatic epic center of health, happiness, peace, and longevity. What especially captiva captivated me was the this resonance of ikigai-like principles woven. I mean, they have a common denominator almost, all of this, when we get into the, you know, the lifestyles and then the, the health and then the diets, what they eat, the food and all of these things, right? The community, the cultural, uh, the faith base and all of these things woven into the cultural fabric of these societies. Let, let, let's just focus on Okinawa for a moment, for example. Earth in this... Um, seniors or elders in this Japanese island community don't just live longer, they live better. Um, they do. <laughs> they actively engage routinely, daily, with their communities. They cultivate a sense of purpose. And they also value spiritual and familial bonds, all core elements of Ikigai. So when asked about the secret to their longevity, many of them will cite their Ikigai. Ikigai meaning the reason for being as a foundational element. Uh, this is not a mere coincidence. It's, it's, it's an essential culture trait that is instilled and cultural trait that is nurtured from a young age. And they still have it, right? Um, this integrate mosaic of purpose, community engagement, all of these things that layers off and uh, pillars of, you know, holistic well-being that pervades blue zones has not only validated my fascination, but also profoundly informed my own lifestyle choices. And I, you know, basically, uh, is a great example. Lead by examples, they are right. Um, so I've taken substantial cues from these regions to prioritize purposeful and sustainable living. And I encourage you guys, when you are listening to this episodes, that you start thinking, considering this is really powerful. It's 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 not a hidden, it's not a secret. It's out there. I mean, the bigger question would be, can we apply it to our lives? Uh, certainly. Can we modify it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is that a perfect model? However it can be applied, right? Let, let, let's go further in this. It's as if these far-flung corners of the world reaches across the globe to enhance my understanding also of how fulfilling life could be intertwined with societal um, responsibility. 
So the data that has served as an invaluable asset in my own journey towards purpose of living, this is, it has galvanized my approach. This is something that um, it really, um, you know, I found this very, very interesting, very uh, exclusive. It has galvanized my approach, strengthening my conviction that integrating the principles of Ikigai into daily life is not just a pathway to personal well-being, but a variable, veritable, you know, it's a verified. It has been done. It has been lived. It has been, um, you know, subscribed to. It has been verified, basically, by, by these, these people who have lived through it, who are still living in it a blueprint for global sustainability there is a blueprint for us to follow so this harmonious alignment between the philosophies observed in blue zones and the ikigai doctrine has provided fertile ground for for the growth of my infamous roadmap to sustainability basically and it is um, furthermore it is a um, I should say, a synthesis of a cultural wisdom and personal innovation um, designed to bring out the best in each one of us while contributing to a more sustainable world. Again, it is design. It is, it is a blueprint. It is out there. It is a verified blueprint to bring out the best in each one of us while we contribute to a more sustainable world whatever responsibilities that we have right so this segment provides a more elaborated view of how my passionate research into blue zone has played a critical role um, in shaping my own personal perspectives on this ikigai and my approach to sustainable living and i encourage you to consider thinking this way in this perspective all right this ikigai and professional sustainability so we're going to try to dive in into this uh, and it you know we just covered the personal sustainability um all right so i think we should take a little break again a short break was a quick one there <laughs> I want to cover this professional sustainability because I think it is um, you know it, it, it's a well-rounded uh, discussion and this ikigai and professional sustainability a deeper dive informed by Kaizen I want to include the Kaizen the currency of sustainable success part of um, a longer and deeper uh, you know perspective um, in, in, in continuing improvement basically um, and how we can sustain uh, ourselves and reaching, uh, aiming, achieving sustainable success in our lives. And this is uh, the book that I have written recently, published recently back in January this year, 2023. So when we think about Ikigai in the context of corporations and organizations, the implications are really vast and somewhat transformative. The crux of the matter, matter lies in this achieving and symbiotic balance between collective good and individual well-being, personal well-being. Uh, it is simply a harmony that companies, 
can actualize by adapting an ecosystemic approach. And I talk a lot about that in my whole book, in the Kaizen book, uh, really discusses and look into more uh, and the micro, macro, micro, both in the balance to that. An ecosystemic approach, as I've outlined in my book, recently published back in this year, 2023, called Kaizen, the currency of sustainable success, involves building an interconnected network that fosters both internal and external sustainability. So in the book specifically, I want to highlight on this page 189, on page 189, under case studies of organizations that have successfully implemented an ecosystemic approach, there, there are quite a few. Um, I dissect the motives of brandy of companies like Patagonia, right? old school, <laughs> you know, it's been a while, um, and how this company, how they embody a corporate form of ikigai. Patagonia doesn't merely sell outdoor clothing and gear. I love them, by the way. It's on a mission to save our home planet. Their devotion to environmental stewardship is not a secondary feature. It is integrated into their DNA, basically. They have achieved a harmonious balance by producing high quality and by eco-friendly products that meet consumer demand these days they do generate profits and simultaneously contribute to global sustainability there are tons of other corporations that i can mention but this one stood out for me because because i love them uh, and they're outdoor and i know they don't i don't get paid <laughs> they don't pay me for this saying this they sell outdoor clothing and gear and that's why i like them but it doesn't end there patagonia goes beyond the product Patagonia, just side, side note, footnote, if you're listening to this, yes, I'm here trying to promote your products. Um, all right. <laughs> um, they take an ecosystemic approach by involving their suppliers, uh, their customers, their end users, and even their competitors in their mission. They share sustainability practices openly, promoting industry-wide shift towards environmental responsibility that's that's why I want to I want to share this my insights my 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 takes on these things right and include Patagonia in this discussion and I mentioned about them as well in my book by doing so they they are manifesting a professional version of Ikigai that's where I'm getting at by the way they excel at what they do they love their mission they meet a critical societal need and they are adequately rewarded for it. That's pretty much Ikigai right there. Um, another one I know, shh, you guys probably don't know, but I'm a fan to Elon Musk. <laughs> um, I want to mention another company. Consider another example I explore so much also in my book. Uh, not much, but just considerably enough. <laughs> Tesla. Uh, Tesla mission is to accelerate the advent of sustainable energy and the founder and CEO of Tesla of course Elon Musk yeah I can say out loud Nikki Elon Musk took the risk of entering an industry dominated by fossil fuel powered vehicles and he recognized there is a global need for renewable energy and went about fulfilling that need by leveraging his technical expertise Elon Musk and his passion for sustainable solutions so just like 
Patagonia, Tesla's ikigai can be clearly discerned. Um, in Kai Kaizen, in my book, Kaizen, the Currency of Sustainable Success, in that book, I argue that organizations can find their collective ikigai by integrating an ecosystemic approach, fostering not just a sustainable business model, but sustainable global community. And the principles outline, um, I'm still on page 189, uh, offer actionable insights for any organization that aiming to align its operations with a grander vision of sustainability and purpose. So by integrating these lessons into my infamous roadmap to sustainability, because it's all tie-in and a big umbrella here, I aim, I, my goal, and I aim to demonstrate that the journey towards sustainability is not a solo endeavor. It's everyone's involvement. Everyone has to put in their work effort. It's a collective voyage that calls for a comprehensive ecosystemic perspective, something that both both this industry, both these companies, Patagonia and Tesla, epitomize. And that's my message right there as two companies. This segment amplifies the critic, really the critically um, of aligning professional ventures with the principle of ikigai and sustainability, thereby echoing the comprehensive methodologies that I have laid out in my book, the Kaizen book. It isn't just a theory but it is a pathway to real world, to impactful change that we're always constantly in, in this world. All right. I was just sneaking up for a break there. <laughs> All right, guys. The next segment, we're talking about Ikigai as an, an indispensable framework for global sustainability, uh, unpacking its pervasive influence. Okay. Um, it's a lot of, lot of thinking there, Nikki. Yes. Uh, so as we venture deeper into this landscape of Ikigai, it becomes increasingly evident that its principles are not confined to the individual self-actualization or corporate alignment. In fact, Ikigai has the potency to serve as an indispensable framework for shaping global initiatives and causing ripple effects that foster sustainable change on a planetary scale. I, I like this a lot. Consider the case of Muhammad Yunus. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him the Nobel Peace Prize winning social entrepreneur. I always like to include social entrepreneurship here because myself, right, uh, is, a, is a great example. His microfinance initiatives provide a compelling example of Ikigai at work in a global context. He identified a glaring societal need, the inaccessibility of credit for it for the impoverished, basically. By utilizing his um, financial expertise, he designed this unique, scalable model that extended microloans to those otherwise considered unlendable. Right? 
He loved what he was doing. He was good at it. The world needed it. And he was financially, morally rewarded for his efforts. And this is Ikigai. This is Ikigai in its purest form, manifested on a monumental scale. So Muhammad Yunus' work has effectively elevated millions out of poverty, proving that one individual's sense of purpose can impact humanity at large. Yes, one individual's sense of purpose can impact humanity at large. So, to elucidate further, um, let's go back again to this global luminary. Spotlight another. I mean, we, we already mentioned her name, Malala. And I want to go a little bit deeper into her efforts and also her contribution to the global luminary here. Like Eunice, Malala recognized a pressing societal need, girls' education, and utilized that unique abilities and voice to make a difference. The educa educational nonprofits she established aimed to break the cycle of poverty and illiteracy among women. Here again, we see Ikigai elements crystallize passion, mission, vocation and profession aligning seamlessly to initiate this transformative global change. So in my own journey, I have aimed to catalyze a global shift towards sustainability, inspired by both personal insights and the case studies that I have researched. And I do also have my own nonprofit, you know, specializing in education. Uh, educating, saving lives through mobilizing resources for disaster risk reduction and sustainability. And that's really on the IDARE, a nonprofit grassroots efforts, totally, completely grassroots, 100%, yes. And this is also part of the sustainability. When I refer to the roadmap sustainability, I envision a global community that integrates the principles of Ikigai in its daily practices, from individual choices to collective actions. And this is in alignment with our mission of IDARE, grassroots nonprofit that we have established um, since 2012, 2011, 2012. So a decade later, it becomes more clear that the roadmap to sustainability is part of our mission initially and it's becoming even clearer and that's where we crossroads now with of course uh, saving lives right and also for sustainable life because as we already know sustainability I have created that quote and I think um, a lot of you have heard it before and familiarized before is, is really the ability to co to exist constantly, to exist constantly, sustain ability, basically what it means. So I consider it as a universal blueprint that unites diverse actors, be it individuals, corporations, or global leaders to achieve or to strive for a common goal of a more sustainable, equitable, and fulfilling existence. So here are some questions. How can you apply the Ikigai model in your role, whether you are a teacher, whether you are an entrepreneur, you know, social entrepreneur, business entrepreneur, um, whatever type of entrepreneur you are, or a policymaker? So 
I'm encouraging you or I'm inviting you rather begin by asking the four essential questions what do you love what are you good at what does the world need from you what can you be rewarded for so answer to these questions will not only guide your personal and professional decisions but it will also shape the way that you interact with the world making your contribution a part of a larger sustainable ecosystem making our contribution to be part of that larger sustainable ecosystem so by examining these luminous examples um, I just want to say that the segment that we just mentioned uncovers the expansive reach of Ikigai as a pragmatic and actionable framework and it serves um, really as a fulcrum around which we can build scalable sustainable solutions that are not only beneficial to you to your individual well-being but also to contribute constructively to the global community and I think this this really spells out um, uh, ikigai concept oh there is a word there's a few words out there <laughs> that you guys probably have to listen a couple more times and google it right but the next segment here um, operationalizing ikigai it, it really is 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 a comprehensive guide to implementing purposeful living and global sustainability um, incorporating ikigai into our lives doesn't have to be an esoteric endeavor rather it can be a systematic process and replete with practical steps and iterative adjustments now when you ask esoteric Nikki is intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with a specialized interest or knowledge esoteric intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with specialized knowledge or interest and that's the definition of esoteric even if, if you ask <laughs> all right so um so as we have explored throughout this series already ikigai serve as more than a philosophy as we learn it and we go through this already right and it is a powerful mechanism for change and driving both individual fulfillment and global sustainability so how can you practically integrate this transformative concept into your life and work all right so I put this together an actionable blueprint and I'm going to share this in our article as well perhaps in um, in my next newsletter article that I'm gonna put together on LinkedIn but you guys are the first one to hear this so congratulations <laughs> but I, I'm going to go ahead and um, allow me and share the guide you through to this uh, actionable blueprint uh, there's there's only a few self-assessment like a personal audit a personal audit began with a deep and candid introspection and I, I, I've been doing this by the way um, and I am continuing to doing this um, taking stock of your passions you know I want to pause this a little bit in fact I was just um, encouraging my son this morning about this taking audit um, by doing personal assessment basically you know passion purposes skills interests whatever skills that you have whatever interests whatever your passions are um, it, it, it 
it's so ironic <laughs> and here I am talking about it on a podcast take stock of your passions take stock of your skills and interests additionally identify what the market demands right and what societal needs you can fulfill and we're gonna go back to this talking about SWOT analysis absolutely you can employ a variety of tools to to, to really uh, to really kind of like complement this in this process right to navigate the whole thing here including personality tests and there's a lot out there right you guys but SWOT analysis is really a uh, uh, key and is really tradition and really simple SWOT analysis even simple journaling exercises and we all love that just remember you're laying down the foundation for a life imbued with purpose and sustainable impact and always have that in the back of your in mind when you do the self-assessment the second one strategic alignment a strategic alignment is follow trailblazers look at figures like Elon Musk for example um, Jeff Bezos another yeah Warren Buffett another who envisioned future dominated by renewable energy uh, not necessarily renewable energy but took pragmatic steps to make that vision a reality whatever that this 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 man had had done uh, making this strategic alignment find the avenues and roads where your ikigai aligns with current global challenges or market gaps and um, you know we 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 understood and then we agreed on this that it's not just about self-fulfillment it is about contributing to a greater cost right ikigai while maximizing your unique potential strategic alignment how can we incorporate ikigai into this strategic alignment so continuous refinement this is I like this a lot and refinement continuous improvement Kaizen right but we want to focus on Ikigai. The cycle of iterative, uh, iterative development, Ikigai, is not a static construct. It's, it's always evolving. It's a dynamic entity. It's evolving, right? Ikigai is always continuous effort. So as such, it requires regular evolution. Um, I'm sorry, evaluation. Evolution, that too. Recalibration. You know, you, you gotta have to recalibrate all the time on this, evaluate yourself, and then it requires all of this uh, constantly, regularly. What may have been your Ikigai last year may not entirely align with, you know, with it all, at all this year, do maybe, you know, changes in your personal growth, changes your circumstances, situations, market dynamics, or global necessities, right? So frequent reassessments um, ensure that your ikigai stays relevant both to you and the wider world that you that we all live in the next one is community engagement I always put this community engagement as part of anything really uh, in all aspects in our lives because it's, it's so important right community engagement the ripple effect incorporating ikigai into your life isn't solely about personal betterment uh, we, we learned this all the time uh, already in this, in this episode and I'll talk about this uh, before as well um, but ikigai is really stood out on this in this um, claim is also about uplifting those around you be it your immediate community or you know the global community 
uh, overall basically so ask yourself how do you how do you do you or how do your actions rather how do your action contribute to the collective good um, are your efforts sowing seeds for a more equitable society or sustainable society your ikigai should extend beyond your personal bubble and make that palpable contribution to a wider community circle basically right we're talking about community engagement here the next one is scalability and legacy scalability and legacy beyond the here and now as you refine your ikigai consider how it could scale or leave a lasting impact you know ask questions like this ones could your localized efforts be adapted into broader solutions? Uh, could your personal purpose inspire um, a collective movement? You know, it, it, it really pushing us to think beyond immediate gains and short-term objectives. It aims for legacy. It aims for much like the examples that we just discussed earlier in Muhammad Yunus or Malala. So implementing Ikigai in your life is not a solitary journey. When we speak about the roadmap to sustainability, which I've elaborated in previous segments, we, we, we truly emphasize the community. We en emphasize the, the collective, the global. So Ikigai is a critical cornerstone in this overreaching strategy, overarching strategy, I should say, overarching strategy, aligning uh, individual pathways with a grander vision with a much bigger vision for global sustainability and purposeful living. So my take on this, this segment here that we just discussing right now, that by embracing this multifaceted approach to incorporating Ikigai, you not only enhance your own life, but contribute to a global paradigm shift towards sustainability and collective well-being. So the segment serve as a pragmatic guide. It, it really truly designed to transition you from understanding the theory or the principles, the concept of Ikigai to actualizing it in concrete terms and enriching uh, both your individual existence and the global community together. So all right, we're going to take a little short break again. We're coming into the conclusion of this episode. Um, I want to mention in my book, Kaizen, once again, <laughs> The Currency of Sustainable Success, Kaizen, The Currency of Sustainable Success, published book recently back in January 2023. I illuminate how this continuous improvement or incremental, incremental improvements can lead to monumental successes. Um, very true, by the way. The concept of Ikigai aligns perfectly with this philosophy of Kaizen 
uh, providing both individuals and organizations with a detailed roadmap for sustainability. So I want to say this, that Ikigai isn't just a philosophy, it is a functional paradigm that scales from the micro to the macro. From the micro to the macro, serving as the cornerstone, the cornerstone of purposeful, purposeful and sustainable life. So to synthesize um, Ikigai serve as more than a tool for individual betterment or for individual enlightenment. It, it really truly functions as a bedrock philosophy for a sustainable future. And it equips us to align our singular pursuits with collective well-being, therefore shaping the comprehensive roadmap for enduring personal sustainability and also global sustainability all right that's this is it for me thank you for joining this transformative dialogue today or monologue today until our next meeting of mind this is your host nikki dare i'm signing off for from this podcast leadership 365 i think i mentioned this already to you guys the profound tenets of ikigai offer a resonant approach to crafting this life a life that imbued with purpose uh, imbued with purpose and also geared towards both the personal sustainability and global sustainability a concept that really elegantly dovetail in my book and kaizen and overall concept of a roadmap to sustainability really i hope that you guys enjoy this session i i have and it's really been educational for myself and i love sharing all of this obviously to you if i have something to share with you it's always you know impactful i hope that's all for today's episode of Leadership 365. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you found today's discussion informative, educational, helpful. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more insights and strategies on leadership. And I want to hear from you, as always. And what is one thing that you have learned recently that has, has made impact, positive impact in your life? Um, you can always follow me and uh, hit me up on all social me media platforms, Nikki Dare. It's always like at Nikki Dare, except uh, on Twitter, or now we call it X <laughs> platform. Uh, on that one, it's at Nikki underscore dare i know um it, it, it somebody took up my nikki dare already so that's okay nikki underscore dare i'll share anything good that gets sent in you guys don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel um yes i'm there also uh, you know i'm gonna try to be there as often as i can if you do listen to iheart radio or podcast or spotify don't forget to subscribe to my channel of course in there and leave me some comments and feedback because you know your feedback is truly a gift for me i always say this all the time i, I you guys always like um send the email to me that you know drop the feedback and those in this podcast it'll It'll get read, believe me, and I'll try to reply, and I will reply. So thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership 365 Podcast, and I want to just wish you a wonderful rest of the week. Join us back again at podcast.nikidare.com. Tune in to Leadership 365 and start creating your best year of 365 days ever. Yes, 365 um, days ever. Podcast.nikidare.com. And I think that's about it, you guys. Oh, you know what? I want to share with you my very, very last thought. 
before we let let go of each other here I, I know you have a lot of things to do this today um, my very very last thought about Ikigai in our relentless quest for success we often overlook the integrate balance between personal fulfillment and global responsibility Ikigai doesn't just answer the question of what makes life worth living, right? It serves as a transformative compass guiding us to merge our individual passions with collective needs. So it's not just about living longer, it's about making every moment count for us and for the world. Alright guys, that's it for me. I hope you like that. Stay vigilant, stay safe. Until next time, sabi jumpa. God bless. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. Please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at Nikki dare.com join her next time living in purpose and passion our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host nikki dare Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.